Welcome back. It's another Bob and Tom Extra. This is Christopher. Not only is the Bob and Tom Show live every weekday morning, but every afternoon we'll give you a little extra in case you missed anything. On today's big show, a classic from 2008 with comedian Louis Black and Dr. Will in studio. It's coming up right after this. So you're in airplanes all the time. Yeah, always on the airplanes. And uh, I got that pilot. You ever got the pilot who talks the whole time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he thinks he's like a radio guy. You know, he thinks, hey, hey, everybody, is there your captain here in the cockpit? Uh, like, where else are you going to be? In the bathroom? <laughs> of course, he's in that cockpit. And, and they're always telling us how many feet we're going up. I never got, I never understood that. Why, why, why are they telling us how many feet we're flying up? Mm-hmm. Because I'm a passenger and he's busy going on about, uh, hey, we're going to be going to altitude, uh, 36,000 feet. Hey, I'm a passenger. Just go above the mountains and the trees. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I need. That's all I know. Go high. <laughs> what do I care? I'm not writing this down. 33 or 36,000? What the hell is this? What does it say? What does it say on the gauge? How's our, how's our fuel? Who the hell cares? What's it, tell the tower how many feet. <laughs> Please. Let everyone else know. You know, but don't tell me. You know, and it just keeps going on. And on. It just drives me nuts. And then when you're up there, they start pointing out things you don't care about. Like, uh, uh, for those just sitting on the left side of the plane, if you uh, look out your window, there's a cloud shaped like a duck. What? Son of a bitch woke me up again. What? I can't take it. And then you have people from the other side wanting to that's right. yeah. climb that's over right. you to look that's out. Right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. The, the people, yeah, that's the thing. The people on the other side of the plane, it's true. They're always getting screwed. One side of the plane's always getting screwed. They sure. never see anything. Oh, yeah. You know, the left side of the plane, there's the Grand Canyon. And, uh, <laughs> the right on the right side, side uh, well, you can look at the people looking out the left side. <laughs> uh, look, look, how, look at their faces. They're so amazed. And, and, uh, and the, the only thing I never understood is why whenever a plane goes down, they look for that flight recorder. I know comedians have brought this up before, but uh, I cannot figure out why they look for it because I can't imagine a pilot explaining uh, you know, in the tape recorder, what happened yeah. as they're crashing? Because you know, the pilot's like the rest of us. He's screaming and cursing all the way down on that sure. thing, and that's all they hear. I think that's all they hear is cursing all the way down. Right. Uh, I can't imagine a pilot getting on there. Okay, we just hit a mountain. My fault. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's what happened. Damn it! I, uh, really sorry. We're fuselage. Uh, right. Clip the wing. There is what I did. I clipped the wing uh, just so they know this when we crash. Uh, <laughs> you can see our left wing out the right side That's of the right. plane. <laughs> hey, for those of you that have been getting cheated the whole flight on the left side of the plane, yeah, now it. you can see. Here's the big bonus. That's right. For those of you on the right side, you finally get to see some trees coming up really fast there. Uh, look at those. I don't know. He just Free wouldn't move. shut up the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. Apologize That's about right. the black smoke on the left right. side of the plane. That's right. Yeah, I was pointing out something to him, yeah. and I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's what happened. It, was, it truly was. Uh, Free booze. Hurry, free booze. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hurry, hurry. Right. Free drinks for everyone. Uh, and uh, while we're spinning out of control, just want to thank all our passengers. Uh, what the hell? Well, we, uh, we know you had a choice in airlines. and uh, <laughs> You picked wrong. You picked the wrong one because we're going down. Now, some more Bob and Tom. You want it. You need it. You can't live without it. This is Bob and Tom Extra. Now, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show, Coast to Coast. Hello. Uh, comedian Lewis Black has joined us in the studio. Lewis, great to see you, sir. Nice to see you guys. And you are... Uh, welcome. 
you are on uh, on duty as a stand-up comedian, which um, has to kind of uh, get in the way of your ability to watch some of these uh, television programs you've got to comment on. Yeah. Uh, the convention, for example, a couple the last couple of weeks. Well, the one that I'm saddest about is missing that uh, Getting Through the Holes show. Mm-hmm. The one that was on yesterday. I saw a Fox. little, yeah, I saw a little promo for that. It, it looked, actually looked like it was kind of fun. It, it looked like we've, I, it looked fun and it looked like we've completely uh, have reached a point where we can entertain ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised like, there's not a pickup stage. Yeah, it's like festival. human human Tetris. Here it is. It uh, was yeah. unbelievable. What is it? What show, Bob? What is it? It was, uh, I how saw you, the, How did you miss this? I saw the promo. <laughs> But they show this promo about every three minutes. They have a cutout. Uh, this big wall comes at you, and in the middle of the, uh, is a cutout of a person running. Okay. All right. And uh, the people have to, I guess, form that position okay. in order for the wall to pass through. Say that. no more. I'm right. on board. So, this is a television yeah, show. Yeah, it's a television show. Yeah. The one promo they showed was a uh, young lady who was... Um, <laughs> Uh, I want to say overweight, uh-huh. and there was no way she could pass through anything in that wall. So she, she actually goes just, directly through the wall. Yeah, just burst right through. <laughs> that's entertaining. And you wonder that's why it. I quit watching TV. That's it. Oh, that's come it. on. You haven't quit watching TV entirely. No. Um, well, almost. Uh, Lewis Black has a number of things happening in his life, uh, including a, uh, a book. Yeah, uh, and uh, me of little faith. Plus, um, <laughs> me. Of I, I want to kind of go back. You started, as I understand it, uh, as as a playwright, which yeah. is, I mean, that's not a not a gig a lot of people uh, go for. Did did you uh, want to write plays to be in them? I wanted did, to. Uh, did, did no, you I wanted to actually write plays. Uh, I guess in order to. To live the life, really, of a crack whore <laughs> about uh-huh. the kind of income sure. level uh-huh. that a playwright makes. Uh-huh. It's yeah. the, it was right. the, but I did. I had a fascination with theater. That mm-hmm. uh, did you always write a part for yourself? No, I I couldn't. I wasn't really. I, I ended up writing plays because I wanted to do theater and I couldn't act. I couldn't do anything. Hmm. But I, I liked the idea of writing plays, and I started in college, and I started young. I mean, like at seventeen, I started writing them. Yeah, but and and when was the segue into stand-up comedy? Um, I just started doing it on the side for fun, right? Because uh, you can't, and partly you can't get your plays. You play, you know, if you get one play done a year, you're lucky. If you get anything done, but I could write stuff for myself and get mm-hmm. up on stage. And I and I was, and uh, and outside of the context of, of getting up on stage in, in classrooms and stuff, I was you know I was funny. Mm-hmm. So uh, now, are there any of your plays? That looking back, you think maybe this isn't my best work. Oh yeah! And if, if there is one, uh, I, I bring this up for a reason. Why don't we take that one and turn it into a musical? Because it's sure to be a hit. <laughs> we'll add some songs. It'll be <laughs> that's probably yeah. ABBA music. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. that's, that's the thing that drives me nuts. When you, the Broadway plays now are these. <laughs> Horrible musicals. <laughs> I love, I love musicals, but no, rewritten over and well, over. They, they, and over they, they've brought back. I, they've, uh-huh. they've brought back. What's the current uh, uh, South Pacific? I think yeah. it's a classic musical, but uh, yeah. uh, it's but it's they're hard. not writing classics anymore. Is what you're saying? No. Oh, there might be a few out there, but uh, I don't think Abba or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mama Mama Mia. Mia. Mama Mia. Yeah, Mama oh, what a great show! No, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so but now you've gone for playwright. Uh, now you 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 become a comedian, and uh, you've got lots of exposure on television, and you get to write a book. People yeah. have people not read it. Yeah, apparently. My mother said, uh, 
when it when it, it actually made the Times bestseller list, and I told my mother, and she said, "Wow, who knew there were that many idiots out there?" <laughs> <laughs> ah, the love of a mother. Ah, ah yeah. No, my my mom. My mom's ninety-one. How old's your mom? My mom's uh, ninety. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Just because they're blunt, mothers aren't always right. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, tell that to the psyche of a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here, here. Um, Lewis, Lewis is on tour. Yeah. You that can I, tell there are that stories. I go to You're every right. day. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's been dead for three years, and she's still talking to me. <laughs> yammer, 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 yeah. yammer. Uh, there's never done. Yeah. Yeah. Not, touch the, the flames. Touch, touch me up. Touch it. Touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, did your mother read your book? Yeah, she did, and she, uh, mm-hmm. she, 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 she liked it. She liked it, and she said... Uh, and you're really in trouble now. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a book about religion, and you. One of the things you're always taught uh, that's something you just never talk about. It. It, it, yeah. yep. it can create nothing but problems. Yeah, but, for it, you. It, but it, depending on the religion you're raised in, that's the only religion there is, and everyone else is wrong, and they're all going mm-hmm. to hell. That's the way it's mm-hmm. yeah always been. I guess. That's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the way it should be. <laughs> that's right. It's like switching teams. You know, it I mean, is. if you if you're born and raised, uh, uh, you know, in Philly, if yeah. you if you got a keep your affiliation sure and uh, if you get traded to the white Sox, right uh you're not going to go to heaven because you're a white Sox. <laughs> and the converts are always the ones who are the most mm-hmm. oh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah oh yeah the, re- the reformed yeah, yeah i love the guy who'd get up it. in front of the on the pulpit oh yeah i used to smoke and drink and whore around now i'm doing nothing with you people <laughs> <laughs> thank you father goldberg <laughs> wait a minute i have sinned against you my lord Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Now, when you when you went into writing the book, did you uh, come out at the other side with, with some changed opinions? Uh, I probably was <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I could see that coming. He was hesitating. Uh, uh, no, actually, there was cemented. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I because I was kind of um, really uh, uh, writing it from the standpoint of I, I, it's like about you know all of these people write books about like the kind of guy who. Uh, who sees the light after you know doing mm-hmm. uh, sure you know a year in jail and uh, you know is and then and then all of a sudden and writes a book about it and this is but there's all of this b- bunches of people who are just kind of you know have some sort of vague sense of faith and stumble toward the light and that's mm-hmm. who I wrote the book for mm-hmm. it's a self help book for people who aren't going to go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
So if we read your book, do we well, go to heaven? Do, do they not need a healer? <laughs> and it wasn't, am I correct in saying, when we interviewed about the book first, was it not an Easter release? Was that the... Uh... Oh, yeah, it was close. <laughs> yeah? Well, they actually had to bump it because of the picture, which is, has me walking on water. So. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis Black is our guest. When I was in Vegas, I saw the biggest picture of Lewis Black. I, well, the biggest picture almost of anyone I've ever seen on a billboard. It was huge. Yeah, yeah massive. Yeah, how'd that go? Would you, it, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Well, Vegas is, it's good for... It's, Vegas, uh, it's good for the Vegas, call. baby. It's, good for, it's a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, otherwise, you, we... Uh, we were. I was working there seven days, and, uh, you know, at a stretch. Because, you know, you have that thing of, well, I'll set up in Vegas. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah. You know, live there. You know, I mean, I know Penn and Teller, and they, uh-huh. they've done it. But, mm-hmm. but wow, we were, we'd be seven days at the MGM Grand, and my parents would come in, and they loved it. And they right. would get younger every day. <laughs> <laughs> like they were being fed blood. <laughs> by, by, the, by the fourth day, I, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like, how yeah. many, how much can you, you know, how many crap games can you, can you play? Yeah, I, I found Vegas not my kind of town, yeah. really, that, for that long. I, uh, well, it used to be more <laughs> fun when yeah. there wasn't, you know, a gazillion casinos. Yeah. And, it, and it was like... Oh boy, I can get steak and eggs for two ninety nine. Now it's yeah. like every restaurant yeah. is like. Well, it'd be like if you're a kid and your parents moved to the Disneyland area. Well, you know, after a while you'd puke. I mean, after, after a while, months, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what so about on the seventh day? Did your mom and dad have to get a fake ID to see the show? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like they were sad. Oh, now we got to go. Oh, home. We have to go home. Did they go yeah. every night to see you? No, my, no, my, no. My mother goes. Uh, my mother comes in on the last ten minutes to make sure they liked me. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Lewis Black is our, is our guest, and one of the odd things about Vegas now the sound is gone. The uh, the the, the uh, oh the tink, casino, all of the yeah. uh, the bells and whistles yeah. that used to be the sound of winning. Yeah. are no longer there. It's I'm all surprised from a psychological and... standpoint, Dr. Will Miller, that they did that. You think that they... Yeah, well, you know, uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's a mistake. What have they replaced it with? Is there music? It's a hip-hop music. Hip-hop yeah. music. Yeah. 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 It is. Music, I mean, it's just music dance, going pumping dance, through Dance it. music. Yeah. yeah. Why is it when I um, watch sports now, I know the Fox Sports Network started this, there's always a screaming uh, Yingwei Malmsteen guitar player. Yeah. Can we no longer have any conversation without music in the background? No. Uh, the, okay. Once again in the studio, we have Dr. Will Miller, comedian, psychologist. And we have uh, uh, Lewis Black, comedian, playwright. Uh, Psychologist. Uh, Psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any advanced degrees? Uh, I have a master's in, in playwriting. Mm-hmm. Excellent. A master of fine arts. There's How about a, there's that? a good a, move. That's Absolutely. A, well, no, it is. That's a great degree. Yeah, it is. MFA, absolutely. It sounds good on paper. <laughs> it's a real money maker. <laughs> do you, do you send? <laughs> did, did you uh, send that to the clubs back in the day instead of a photo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't need. I don't need yeah. them. No, no. Photo. Just wait yeah. for the money to roll in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, the manager of Mr. Giggles. Well, I see here. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> Hello, Mr. Master Fine Arts. <laughs> here, at, here at the Laugh Hole, we pay That's more. Right, yeah. If you have an MFA, you're opening. 
Mm. I love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Mr. Feature. Um, Lewis Black is a stand-up comedian and, and, a, and a, a writer. His uh, We have a, a link, actually, if you go to our website. There, we have a drawing from our staff artist, Jordan Ward. Have you seen this picture we drew? Yeah, it's nice. Looks very nice. Yes. <laughs> it looks very distinguished, uh, yeah. actually. You know you're making noise when you're stuck getting caricatures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, the, the new book is called Me of Little Faith. Uh, and it did, were, did you want to feature a little bit of uh, Lewis's stand-up? Oh, have this sure. This little segment here we oh, pulled. Yeah. Okay, okay, go ahead. I, love his I lost my virginity to a um, a record album. <laughs> Those uh, younger members of the audience probably haven't even seen one, have you? Boy, oh boy, it's a totally different experience. Record albums than from what we have now: CDs and digital downloads. Because now it's like unbelievable. Every time I press the button on the iPod and that happens, literally the expression on my face, I believe is exactly the same as primitive man when he first saw fire. <laughs> now, see with a record album, if you wanted to change the song because you didn't like the song, you had to work. <laughs> you had to get up out of your chair and walk across the entire living room to get to the record player. Mm -hmm. And the record player has a toner with a needle in it. And then you've got to take that and find the right groove. <laughs> and they're like a billion of them. Now, where the record would, would actually change and the next track would come up, it was a little bigger, but it's still like to, to performing surgery. <laughs> yeah. Because now I want to find the, 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 the song that's going to put us in the mood. <laughs> and so I, you go... <laughs> and then I, I went back to her and I realized that the, uh, the song that I actually wanted to, uh, to make love to was on the other side! <laughs> there you go. If you hadn't scratched your record with the needle, you certainly had, when you were sitting on the couch one afternoon, and you'd taken the album out, and you'd taken the album cover, and used it to separate the stems from the seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis Black yeah. uh, on stage um, uh, from his uh, Comedy Central release, uh, Anticipation. Yep. Uh, and uh, that's a, a classic moment, uh, I think, for, for all of us involving the uh, the arrival of the digital age. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's now a, a device you can take your vinyl and it'll go directly into your iPod. iPod. Yeah. So you, but, yeah. uh, but there is something about that, though. It, it forced you to listen to songs in a particular order. That it also was, forced you to listen to songs. Yeah. Because there are certain songs on an it. album yeah. that you go, oh my God, what a yeah. piece of junk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't skip quick enough. But yeah. you were too lazy to get up yeah. and That's go right. over there mm -hmm. and move the tone over. Because you were separating the seeds from the stems. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and suddenly the music sounded up. a lot better. <laughs> you know, I never really gave this mm. song a chance. <laughs> but there are certain generational things. For example, there was nothing more annoying than the handful of bands that released albums that weren't square. 
Yeah. E Tra- pluribus funk. E pluribus <laughs> traffic. Remember that e trapezoidal <laughs> thing that Remember traffic that? released? Uh, yeah. Was it through the yeah. past darkly or something by the stones that was kind of a weird... Yeah, oh, you cannot shape. clean pot yeah. on a round yeah. album cover. <laughs> now we're getting to Bob's <laughs> and the authoritative... Worst part is I had them stacked on the floor and it would roll out, out. all by itself. Yeah. yeah. Pick me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's why I'm, they did it. Yeah, my claim is is that's why uh, the reason you uh, that CDs don't. I mean that uh, the CD doesn't sell mm-hmm. is because you can't use that to separate anything it's, from anything. It's too small. It's too small. You could kill somebody if you threw it at their head, and that's about <laughs> it. And think of all the things we've lost. The the uh, you, Bob, you've got the T-shirt that has the drawing of that little thing. You oh, the insert stick the in the little, middle uh, of a forty-five. Yeah. Forty-five insert. The little yeah. yellow yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they make them somewhere in China. But boy, those <laughs> you can buy. Uh, you can buy all you want at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's their logo. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That they've got that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, there's so many things our culture... How about uh, the 8-track? The oh, oh, those were the days. Because with the 8-track, you'd know where in Frampton Comes Alive. It would click. click to the next. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for another Bob and Tom Show Extra. Catch us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. For Bob and Tom Extra, this is Christopher. Take care, everybody. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.